0: Welcome to Tattoo Freaks and Business Suits, recorded live in the kitchen of the Personal Touch Career Services in Denver, Colorado. I am your host, Donna Shannon. As a professional career coach, I help people navigate the hiring maze to get to the jobs they really love. In addition to working with Job Seekers One-on-one, I do have a book available. You can find Get a Job Without Going Crazy on Amazon. Today, my guest is Latricia Friend. And we're going to talk a little bit more about kind of gig economy and making your own way and the career annex and some other additional options. Cool. Uh, So anyways, overall, our show's purpose is to explore and redefine the world of work, especially as Gen X, millennials, and those to come after seek positions of leadership that still allow them to be themselves. So every show, we explore a topic related to business or job searching, and of course, We're going to talk about tattoos. Our sponsor is the Personal Touch Career Services, Denver's top-rated career coaches. We uh, focus on the practical tools for your job search. So that's resumes, LinkedIn profiles, job search coaching, and even ongoing classes. So check out our ridiculously long website, personaltouchcareerservices.com. Again, that's personaltouchcareerservices.com services.com, or you know, you can just Google it. So, Latricia. My pleasure. When we sat about, when we talked about doing this, I realized it's been
1: 12 years, the last time I was in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. we met when I went to one of the private service schools located uh, here in Denver, and you placed me in my first role in private service.
0: Yep. I am what they call a fractional
1: household manager. I took my training and my experience as a household manager working for one uh, ultra high net worth family, and now work for several of them in New York City, um, which means I'm not their full-time household manager, it is their second or third, or in some cases, a different number home, uh, which they spend a little, very little time at, but like any property, it has to be maintained. Um, most people, uh, if I tell them about having a vacation home, they go, "Yeah, I get it. Someone has to take care of it." Right, especially um, um, you know, recently renovated, high, um, high-end furnishings, um, high-end. Um, stone and stainless steel and who takes care of it and who has to go in. And a house like that with well, a lot of technology just can't sit empty mm-hmm. until you decide to come and use it. It has to be maintained and used and a lot of preventive maintenance. So I'm the person who does that for um, quite a few people in New York uh, to take care of their uh, terre, their their condominium, or their townhouse
0: in New York City. It's a you know it could be a, a brownstone on the Upper West Side. It can
1: be a penthouse apartment in Chelsea or Tribeca. It could be a, a brownstone in a Park Slope, Brooklyn. It, it really just depends on what people need and how much attention they need. Luckily, not going wood, a lot of my clients are pretty self-sufficient when they get in town, and uh, they just want things taken care of for them. I do the grocery shopping when they're coming in if it's just the mister i know the set out you know the favorite scotch and you know make sure all the uh Big blocks of ice, or fresh <laughs> and, and ready to go. If the missus is coming into town with uh, her her uh, her sister or s- uh, her friends from college, then uh, you know it's a skinny girl weekend with a, you know very minimalistic charcuterie board and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and splits of champagne because who's going to drink a whole bottle? You know mm-hmm. <laughs> the troubles to have. Um, right. And uh, if it's you know the whole family with you know two nannies and a chef, then I prep out as much for the support staff that I can. I'll work with a chef and get a lot of the specialty shopping done and orders made and in-house the day before you know he or she arrives. And if it's a household with nannies and I know you know they're really pressed for time, they're only here for a couple of days or a week, I'll prep out their shopping, uh, food shopping for the nannies so they know they're at least the first two or three meals when they hit town are covered. Right. They're in the house, they can whip up something quickly. Their favorite things are there, the other stuff that they usually are used to seeing in the refrigerator pantry are available to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I also take care of, oh, when so-and-so is at the house, their furniture scuffed the wall, so that entire wall needs to be painted. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, who, and who does it? You just don't let someone come into your home. So it's dealing with buildings, it's dealing with you know certificates of insurance, it's making sure the right people are in the right place. Doing what they're supposed to do, making sure nothing goes wrong, signing off on the invoices so someone else pays for it. So you know all that follow through, a lot of a lot of scheduling, a lot of back and forth with people, um, just to make sure everything's done. Right. Um, and so that's that's what 75% of my income. That's that's my big money maker. Mm-hmm. Um, tied to that is um, I do a lot of training for uh, for household staff, primarily housekeepers. Um, A lot of my clients are like, we're just so unhappy. We have a housekeeper. Yes, but she's not doing what we expect. I don't understand why people are unhappy in their own home. So Mm -hmm. I'm the angel in the outfield. I'll come in and talk to the housekeeper, talk to uh, the homeowner, find out what the issue is, and then work to get the... uh, housekeeper closer to the standard that the family wants inevitably actually at this level a housekeeper has to have their standards higher than the home they're currently working in because more likely those standards are going to increase right so to be someone who's flexible and adaptable you just can't work the way you're used to working in in a uh, high net worth home or ultra high net worth home Um, and if you find out that the housekeeper just doesn't want to learn to do anything new doesn't want to be proactive doesn't can't learn the time management skills that are necessary to function in a home like this then we kind of help them find their way <laughs> somewhere else right. um and then i'll work with the family if they need assistance and you know finding a new housekeeper training a new housekeeper to their particular standards for that particular home with its furnishings art high-end um, appliances whatever it needs
0: right Right. And then you still have one more gig me on that, too.
1: Right. So not only do I work with you um, as a resume writer and career coach, and prim- primarily I work with the um, the private service staff, the state managers, chiefs of staff, butlers, housekeepers, nannies, in all of their career documentation, you know, their LinkedIn profile, their resume, interviewing um, practice. Um, That's great and lovely, and I fit it in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I also am a a network marketer and uh, primarily uh, working in skincare with the Rodan Fields Company.
0: All right, cool. Definitely a lot to keep you busy.
1: A lot to keep... There are no two days are the same, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is nice. But working for yourself means I set my own schedule. Um, a lot of this came to be kind of organically. Um, I left working for a family to um, go back home to New York to help support my mom, who had fallen ill. And I needed something while, while waiting for that perfect family. <laughs> the perfect family for all the things that I wanted to do and work for uh, that kind of fall into my lap. Um, a lot of my colleagues asked me to help them out. They were going to be in the Hamptons, but you know, a specialty rug was being delivered, and they really didn't think their executive housekeeper or their housekeeper could handle that delivery. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, construction, you know, renovations done. It's just some painting touch-ups that have to happen. But I'm with the family in Colorado <laughs> for the next right. six weeks. Right. But the painting has to get done before we, we get back. Can you help me out? You do know, it. Give me a Wi-Fi password so I can do some typing while I'm sitting there. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no yeah. No problem. Yeah. And. Um, So that's the way it kind of organically involved that people kept asking me, can you do this? Then I worked with enough service suppliers that said, oh, I know a family that needs someone who does what you do. Mm -hmm. Not full-time, just part-time. And it just worked its way out that that's what it came to be. Um, People who have homes in New York that don't need a full-time household manager or a full-time personal assistant but needs to be proactive and keeping things done and ready at a moment's notice for them. Right. And they're comfortable knowing that I work you know for a couple of
0: clients. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's also interesting about this too is a lot of times when people talk about the gig economy or they have some side hustles or a side gig, and instantly the brains go to, oh, they're driving for Uber or Lyft. They're right. doing DoorDash. They're renting they're out a room in their house for right. Airbnb. And it's...
1: Which are all great.
0: Which is great. I mean, you can make that work. But I think it's important to understand that you can expand your idea of what your gigs That's look like right to be a lot more professional mm-hmm. and to really play into your strengths and passions and experience beyond just the low-hanging fruit of Uber Uber. And lift.
1: Right. I think it really depends on what your skill set is and what your experience is, and just go for it. I mean, I, right. I wouldn't think to drive Uber. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't be something. I, I'm a New York City <laughs> born and right bred in New York City. I don't want to drive unless I have to drive. Right. You can drive me around, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm not going to drive other people around. So um, Uber was never something that I thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to New York City to to, uh, work with, uh, to help take care of an um, ailing parent, I needed something that was flexible. I needed something that worked around her medical appointments and um, my... uh, if I'm advocating for someone else all day, then I need a day or two. Why don't they talk to people? Right. <laughs> so it's also based on a lot of my personality, what I need for my my mental state, what I need for my mental health, what I need for my spiritual spiritual health to just be able to operate in this world, to be able to operate at um, with high with service suppliers for high. Um, for high-profile families, for high-profile individuals. It's a little different, you know. Mm-hmm. The plumber who comes to my house is just Steve, right? Right, So right. the plumbing, uh, the, the boutique, high-end, we don't take anyone, we only work with the people we've already done the renovation or major construction with uh, firms, it's different. But I'm good at that, so that's what I work towards. Um, mm. And then the resume writing that I do with you, half of my clients are, you know, all around the world. I've worked with chefs sitting on yachts in the Mediterranean, I work with ranch managers out in Texas, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I work with nannies in California all week long. Um, I make my schedule available for them based around what my uh, my bread and butter clients, you know, have already if I've already lot of, a lot of time for them, then the rest of my schedule is available for resume writers. Right. So, to an extent.
0: Right. <laughs> and even the whole concept of filling in our job time rather than having one set employer Mm -hmm. it's actually not that new of a concept uh even though we see a lot it's a lot more in our faces because of the ubers and lifts and stuff like that so even when i was in school back in 2012 uh one of the articles i found was about protean careers have Mm -hmm. you heard the phrase before i
1: have
0: yeah so protean careers refers back to uh Proteus, which is one of the Greek gods. He's the guy who has the three faces so that he can see in all directions and make the most of every opportunity coming his way. That's where the term comes from. So this article by Jay Block, uh, really four parts to that Protean career. So number one, you got to monitor and assess the job market. So we need to be flexible. Number two is the anticipation of future demands, trends, and industry shifts. So what worked yesterday, if we can see how that's not going to necessarily work in the future, we can change it. Number three, you have to go about gaining the necessary skills, qualifications, relationships, and even assets to meet the shifts. So we're not going to rest on our laurels, so to speak. (laughs) Yeah. And finally, being able to adapt quickly to thrive in an ever-changing workplace. And sometimes when you're caught in a job if the company is not flexible forward thinking on the cutting edge trying to evolve but you want that sometimes it's necessary to become a consultant on different bases so that you can enjoy that flexibility just the mental flexibility exactly
1: yeah, I am. I am big on personal and professional development. You have to keep your skills sharp. You have to learn new skills. Um, I tell that to all the all of my clients through Personal Touch Career Services. You know what? What are you working on now? What's your next step? Mm-hmm. Truly, the question that gets asked the most often in an interview is, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" You really sh- the answer should not be where you're sitting now. <laughs> yeah. You know, you should always be looking ahead. You should always be thinking about what new technology do I need to learn. What certification do I need to pick up to keep current, to stay current, to stay ahead of the other uh, possible candidates out there for the next job that I want?
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: What's my career path? And what are those milestones that I need to hit? Um, will my current employer help me hit those milestones? or Do I have to do it on my own? Mm-hmm. And as a consultant who helps in the hiring process for private service staff, domestic staff, I really look for the person who goes out on their own because it tells me you're a go-getter, you do your research, you're really, really going to weigh the odds for mm-hmm. how does this work, How is, is this going to make sense, is this cost-effective. Um, and I'll take a trial with that person before, you know, someone to greet any day of the week.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. So the other thing, too, to keep in mind, because I see a lot of people that are just filling in with Uber and Lyft while they're looking for the day job. And that's fine. That's, fine. that's awesome. Yeah. You know, but it's also about having multiple revenue streams. I know you've talked about that before.
1: Yeah, it's, it's important. Um, so for me, um, two, two of the things I do tie in together, the household management um, and the resume writing for private service staff. Uh, one feeds the other, and one feeds off. <laughs> and they feed. They feed each other. And they feed off each other, which is great. Um, it keeps me uh, a subject matter expert in the niche of New York City that I am. I get a lot of uh, recruiters that reach out to me. I get a lot of candidates who are reaching out for jobs who reach out to me. Um, that's great. Uh, I can help people out. I'm a network. I like connecting people so that those are two great sources of income. Um, weirdly, <laughs> the Rodan and Skills. Rodan and Field skincare works into. It's a premium skincare line um, made by disruptors to the, the skincare industry, uh, took their brand out of department stores and put it in the hands of men and women um, as the marketers uh, of the products, and then we get the commission on that, basically like any other networking uh, network marketing position. Um, You get paid for making referrals and recommendations. Mm -hmm. make referrals and recommendations all day long. People reach out to me in the private service world and go, hey Latricia, who do you know in DC who does X? Venetian Plaster, great, here's the guy.
0: One important thing about this Mm -hmm. is notice that there's an ask. And I mean in terms of things like referral partners or finder fees and things like that. Because businesses love to get referrals Mm And sometimes they have established, it's called either an affiliate program or a referral program, and sometimes they don't. So it's okay to say, hey, do you have a referral program? And if they don't, make an offer.
1: And we do it, people do this all the time, right? Everyone who uses Uber has a Uber link that they can send to their friends. So they get, you know, 20 bucks off their next couple of their next ride and, you know.
0: now, in my case, I'm very very upfront and very ethical. I will not refer somebody unless they feel like they're worth the referral, right. and it's a good match for the person I'm referring them to, even if I'm making an affiliate fee exactly. off of it. Yeah, yeah. But, but We all
1: do it all the time. We all talk about the great movie that we love. We all talk about the great restaurant that we like to go to. Um, I talk all the time about the great service providers, because customer service is so key, right, to everything that we do personally in my life, um, and professionally definitely. If uh, if I can refer someone that's great, it makes it, 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 it's great for me and it's great for the person who, they know that, at least in the private service world, they know that my clients are on par with their employer. So if I'm making a recommendation to a plumber, or electrician, they know that the electrician gets it. They know how picky I am mm-hmm. <laughs> about my clients and what we do. So they know that the the service supplier, you know, understands that level of pickiness to, To you know, for lay people, it'd be probably picky for what we do, but it's what, it's what we do every day. It's, it's that level of, of care and detailness that has to happen. So,
0: right. I think one other thing too, coming back into the yeah. whole gig economy side of this stuff is, at one point it becomes a choice and not this last-ditch effort right and how did that work out for you
1: definitely it's a choice weirdly it all works together for me um like i said before the household household management clients and and the trainings i do for housekeepers feeds into resume writing and career coaching um and then the network marketing is just a bit different um but i see the connection i see myself as um helping candidates shine on paper and digitally on LinkedIn and helping them glow in real life with really great skin. Mm-hmm. You know, and having that confidence when they walk into the interview to, you know, feel great about not only the uh, the document in front of them or how they were presented on LinkedIn, but their physical presentation as well.
0: Right. And it's also the work-life balance. It's like, as you mentioned, you have to help take care of your mom and right. needing that flexibility in there.
1: I- exactly. Being able to know what days I um, allot to which clients. And then, you know, I'm usually free. But service suppliers, most of them is electricians and painters. They're done by 3 o'clock. So mm-hmm. I know that, you know, I have a couple of hours either in during a commute or once I get home or just sitting in space to work on a couple of, uh, you know, resume clients or to have a conversation with someone on the phone while I'm sitting in a Starbucks somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's, it's easy to do. We, all, we do it all the time.
0: Right. Right. Okay, so we've talked quite a bit about your HM work. Um, so, why did you decide to implement the fractional business model?
1: Yeah. So years ago, um, I'm a member of uh, Domestic Estate Management Association, uh, Association for the Private Service Industry,
0: also known as DEMA. Also
1: known as DEMA. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in the DC Metro area, and a colleague said, "You know, that's what she did. She was a household manager." In, in a share position similar to a nanny share where two families who kind of live near each other and know of each other share a nanny she comes to see you know us on monday tuesdays and saturdays and she sees you on wednesday thursday you know some of the days of the week and, and evenings and we do date nights together so all the kids are, are together one one person paid by two families it works i thought it's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard of in my life i was like you just it just makes no sense mm-hmm. <laughs> good for you i'm glad that works for you i couldn't do it doesn't make any sense and then I met Peter Van Ryder of Estate Management Solutions and he was offering fractional estate management. And I was like, oh yeah, that can make sense, I kind of get it, around the same time that I started doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, like within a year of meeting him, that's just how it came to be. And I was like, oh, wow, that's great. Now I know of a good dozen or so people across the, the world that do this. Um, and that's a dozen that I know just through the private service industries and the associations. Um, and I definitely see ultra high net worth employers leaning towards this. Why well, have a full time property manager in um, at a, uh, on a piece of property that you own that you only go to two months of a year?
0: All right, cool. So let's talk about some of uh, the, the cons. We've, we've heard a lot mm-hmm. of the pros. Yeah. So what's what's the cons about carrying these multiple contracts?
1: Um, I can get called at any time to go to any of four locations. Mm-hmm. Um, all of my clients could show up at the same time. Doesn't happen that often, <laughs> no, but. Um, but it has happened where one family's going out on a Sunday and another another individual client uh, is coming in that afternoon um so it makes my time my time management skills have to be on point they just it has has to work um most of my all my clients know that they're not my only client but they don't feel that way i don't think any of them ever get the point of oh she's you know she's pushed us to the back burner for for somebody else um even when some projects get really heavy where i'm really needed to be (laughs) at one place a good 20 30 40 hours a week how does how do the rest of my clients get fit in Luckily, um, this because I work for myself, because I'm an independent consultant, there's no, I don't have to show up at nine and leave at five. Mm-hmm. Um, if I know that it's gonna be a crazy week, uh, personally or professionally, I can go in at 6 a.m. in the morning if I want to. You know, I can do my three or four hours at a particular client where I'm not waiting for a service supplier to come in. I can go in and do the work I need to do and leave. And as long as the work is done, they don't really care if it starts at six or ends at six. It starts at 6 a.m. or ends at 6 p.m. Right. work, it's done. You know, can I get it done in two hours, or does it truly take four hours to do? Mm-hmm. And if it truly takes four hours to do, and I can't make that all fit today on Friday, can I get two hours done today and two hours done tomorrow? How does that work? Can, can I make that happen? And I can, because it's my schedule. I can fit it around, you know, what I have to do.
0: Right. right. There's another gal on our team here in Denver who, uh, and I don't dictate how people work their schedule, Right. Your independent contractors, I respect that. You, you, as long as you get your work done, that's that's all I care. And she loves to sleep in, and she'll want to stay up to work late. So she like wakes up at 10 a.m. Right. and then I've seen work come in from her as late as 10 or 11 o'clock at night. God bless her. I know. But sometimes, like, the clients will go, I was expecting to hear from so-and-so today. I sent her an email at 8, and it's like 9 now, and she didn't respond. I'm like, uh, she's not awake yet. <laughs>
1: right. And that's the other part about that. If you want, if that's your lifestyle, or for me, I try not to work a full Saturday and Sunday for, for my resume writing clients, but some of them, because they work for lifestyle, they work to support families that I support. I, I'll open up a Sunday afternoon. I'll open mm-hmm. up a late afternoon or early evening on Saturday in my calendar for them because, really, truly, that's the only time it's going to happen. Right. Very far and few
0: between. Right, but, <laughs> but you sometimes do. Sometimes. Yeah. That has to work. Yeah.
1: Because these days people are on twenty four seven. I don't have to be, but I can di- dictate when that takes place. Right. You know, I can have dinner with my mom. You know. our daily you know on on our wednesday a weekly wednesday night dinner and then i can schedule someone at eight Mm -hmm. right
0: afterwards you know so that works yeah yeah so i think it's kind of important to notice the difference between starting a business versus having a few different brands on the fire i own a business i'm a business owner we have office space i have regular expenses Mm -hmm. i have people depending on me that i got to pay When the stuff hits the fan, I got to be here, (laughs) right? If I don't work, nobody gets to eat today, those kind of things. And the kind of nice part I would imagine, because I don't get to do it, (laughs) is that when you're the gigger, Mm -hmm. so to speak, uh, you don't have that same responsibility nor overhead. Right. I do because I'm a business owner
1: mm-hmm. um, for my uh, fractional household management uh, services. I take care of that. I'm a business owner have an LLC. All set. That's what I do. Ooh, I'm independent contractor for you, mm-hmm. and I'm an independent contractor with Rodan and Fields, um, which means not. It's it's nice that I can I know for my household management um, clients. I know how much is coming in. Any given month, because contractually, some some clients we have contractual obligations. I have contractual obligations to them, and them to me for a certain hours, certain number of hours per week. Though that can jump, with a pipe bursting <laughs> in the wall. Those but. hours are going to definitely be exceeded in any given week. Um, with my clients here with you, um, it kind of ebbs and flows. But I know that it ebbs and flows across the the. If you look at a year, when. Um, when job search- searches kind of ebb and flow, so yeah. I kind of know that happens in January, in May, in September, and then the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Though people, you know, get hired and fired every day. You know, in, in private service is even a tighter window for that. And so we kind of, I kind of know when that's going to happen. Um, and then I can say to you, Ugh, life is crazy right now. I've got a, I've got like five families coming in all this week. Uh, can I not have? clients right <laughs> or i'll keep with the clients i'm working on i'll get them all finished and wrapped up and then i'll let you know when i'm ready to take on new ones so that that helps i don't know if that answer the question but.
0: no it does and it kind of brings up into like the next issue i want to talk about which is self-management mm-hmm. because uh, i have talked to a lot of people who they push it on the gig stuff like i'll i'll be honest my son tried to drive for uber for a while or lyft i think it was lyft because his friend was making major bank doing it but my son is lazy love you dearly james but this is one of your character defects and his friend was making tons of money every week because Every weekend he's down in the bar scene when the bars close uh, at 2 a.m. and your apps yeah,
1: their prices. right. <laughs>
0: you know, and he'd always gonna get a lot of calls, mm-hmm. or he'd be up early to catch the business people going into work, and Smart. all the rest of this. Well, yeah, he was probably pulling down like a thousand dollars a week. Right. He was working his ass off mm-hmm. for it. And it's okay to have like the concept of I'm going to do this, right. but there must be a high level of self-discipline and self-management to make it happen.
1: Exactly. So technology is a double-edged sword. <laughs> right? Yes. Oh, it, yeah. it can help you or it can hinder you greatly. I try to get it to be, I try to get it to help me as much as it possibly can. I will force it. So I use an online scheduler, uh, mm-hmm. which syncs to my smartphone so that once I plug in a household, management or personal assistant client that's locked in and that kind of removes that time period from um the work i do with you at personal touch career services so anyone who's looking to set up an appointment with me to talk about their career or to set up a coaching session that time frame is not available to them Um, um and then Um, I monitor that because when I know I get a a lot of clients from you, then I have to go, ooh, I have to open up some hours on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Maybe I have to even open up a couple hours on Sunday, I'd rather not. Um, But if I have to, I have to, right? And um, so that helps. Um, Online banking helps a lot that certain money that gets dropped in, a third of it gets pulled aside for taxes off the top. I don't even see it.
0: Well, that's good. That's smart. A lot of people miss that thing on the taxes. You know,
1: and uh, I, I, I live and work in the highest tax, one of the highest tax cities and states, mm-hmm. New York, New York City, New York. So sometimes, you, you know, I'll pull up more than a third, but, you know, I just make sure that, that money's put aside in a savings account, earning a little bit of something, something. Right. <laughs> to, uh, to help at tax time.
0: Yeah, you want to know a horror story about taxes. Mm-hmm. So before I change my business structure, because now we we file as a corporation instead of partnership, Mm -hmm. which uh, if you all have questions about that, I'm not a tax expert. But I know how I got screwed, and you need to be making quarterly payments at least to the IRS. And didn't really realize that had our explosion year with the business, biggest year we had ever had. uh, had Oh my God, this was so bad because, and it totally caught me unawares because I had been making quarterly payments, Mm -hmm. and then as the first time I used a like a real tax person. uh, She was she she was not a CPA, mm -hmm. but she said she was a registered agent with the IRS. This is not the same as a tax planner, which I have now. Uh, but, yeah, she did our taxes, and then she goes, oh, you don't have to owe too much this year. All you have to pay is $10,000. I'm like, what frickin' planet are you from that $10,000 is not a lot of money?
1: It's all
0: relative, right? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. You know. And then I found out, oh, she works with a lot of Hollywood types from when she lived out in California and it's like Definitely not okay yeah i am yeah. not i was gonna say i'm not on the same level as nicholas cage but let's face it he got screwed on his taxes too
1: so there is a point in time when you have to reach out for professionals and i think that's the mm-hmm. difference between um a side hustle or a, a gigger you know at some point in time you have to say wow what this is really where can i take this mm-hmm. right based on my skills based on my experience based on technology based on where i see the markets Maybe kind of heading, and if not the whole market enough of that, get a good piece of that pie. Um, I need a professional. I need to see a CPA. I I need to set up with uh, maybe a business consultant. You know, and and maybe you need to try them out. The great thing about a lot of source suppliers, su- service suppliers, you can just you know do a, a consultation with them for cheap or free. Yeah. And I think you know even if you have to pay a little bit forward and I, a little bit, being relative under two hundred bucks to have a consultation with. Um, so right, I tell this to, to my uh, clients for household management all the time, um, especially when I do ha- housekeeper trainings. I, How are you paying your housekeeper? And then I ref- there's two attorneys that I refer people to, and I say the difference is, not only is an attorney professional, it is an employment attorney specialized, it is a domestic employment attorney. Super niche, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you need to go that deep too (laughs) into into the specialty, into the profession, to get what you need and to be covered. And I think when you're talking of, regardless of what you're talking about, if you need to protect assets, then you need to spend a little money. Yeah. And if it's your, if you're the person who, it's your income you're trying to protect, then having a really good
0: professional on your side makes all the difference. Right. Right. So one last tip I have for people about about gigs because th- this is just kind of funny, mm-hmm. is uh, I put my stuff on job boards every now and then just to see what happens. So, oh, that's fine. Well, you know, it's I test it out for my clients because I advise people on this stuff and things change all the time. You know, so I threw out my resume, probably on Indeed or ZipRecruiter or something like that. And then all of a sudden I was getting phone calls from, you know, we'd love to have you come drive for us and you can be your own boss and all the rest of this stuff. And the first couple of times I'm like, no, I'm not interested. And then finally, I'm like getting sick of all the calls, right? So I, I said, oh yeah, yeah, this sounds great. And they go, oh, perfect. I go, do you mean my six DUIs don't count me out as a candidate? <laughs> I <Silence>. know, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they're like, we'll get back to you. Right. Yeah, so I had to do it twice, because I'm sure it was for both services, mm-hmm. right? But uh, yeah, so if you tell them you have multiple DUIs, they kind of take you off the call list eventually. <laughs> Oh, oh man, that's crazy. But no no world, I don't have DUIs. Right. Well see, I was
1: gonna say that's the strange part about doing that. So if you do that, does that get collected somewhere? Because, you know, that's that's the other side of that sword of technology. Is it is it good for me?
0: Well, it's databases for jobs I don't want, so that's okay. Yeah, okay. Alright, so we now get to come to one of my favorite parts of this show where we get to talk about the tattoo of the day. Mm-hmm. But Latricia, you don't have a tattoo. I do
1: not have a tattoo, but I have been known to have several henna part, uh, tattoos at any given time. Okay, not today, but yeah. Of course not. No, <laughs> not today. But yeah, I, I, I like the look of a tattoo, but I like the look of a tattoo, and in, in an hour I'm like, so with some body scrub I can get this off, right?
0: Right. Um, so okay. you have commitment problems? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. No tattoos. Sorry. I love seeing all the people. I think that's very brave and courageous and artistic and
0: but yeah, not, not here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming in. Awesome. It's a super great treat to have you here in person when you're normally hiding out in New York. So, um, my producer always reminds me I've got to ask for likes and followers so if you like what you're hearing be sure to give us a like button. If you don't, suck eggs. And and, then of course, if you want to hear more from us coming out, you always be sure to give us a follow. Uh, You can find me on that ridiculous website, personaltouchcareerservices.com, Donna Shannon on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn and all the rest of the good socials. So Latricia, how can people get in touch with you?
1: So for my fractional household management, um, the website is householdmanagementservices.com. Very long. Again, house. Google it. Yes. Householdmanagementservices.com. And, uh, I am also on LinkedIn, Latricia Friend and, uh, Instagram, two Instagrams, one for the house, the fractional, um, household management and that's house management services, house M G M T S R V C S. On Instagram, and then on for the resume writing, and sometimes Rodan Fields, uh, Career Docs NYC, Career Docs NYC.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much again, and uh, yeah, my pleasure. And